and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Westworld. This is Season 2, Episode 10, The Passenger, written by Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy, directed by Frederick E. O'Toy. Premiered 6-24 of 2018, and I gave this episode a 9.8 out of 10. It was a lot. I believe this episode was an hour and maybe 10 minutes. Very dense. A lot of (laughs) back and forth threads to follow. A lot of information dumping. So I do expect uh, if this was your first time watching the episode, the need to go back and rewatch it quite a few times to get, you know, exactly what was going on because it was quite a bit. Uh, I'll walk you through it as best as I can, but even still, I I come back and find new things to pick up on. So just one of those episodes that, you know, a lot of people didn't like this finale when it came out. And it was because, you know, unfortunately, it was an immediate reaction based on a lot. And you needed time and some more dialogue to really be able to handle some of the more uh heavier concepts that were going on and then we really start to delve a little bit more heavily in the simulation aspect however i do think that in the year or so between seasons that that part of the equation kind of took over in a lot of fans and I think it led to some grievances in season three that weren't necessarily deserved. Although there were grievances that were um, quite apropos. I think expectations around the simulation ideal was a little bit uh, uh, more ahead than where the show was heading. And that caused some malcontent. But I think this was clearly on rewatch for probably the ninth or tenth time uh the closing of the chapter we had one half we have a second half and i think if that was more foreshadowed out like and spoken about with the writers like these were two like to break things up in, in two like i think people have a trilogy complex and that's just you know a natural thing that's been taught in the media so the thought of this being you know two halves of a book like arnold's tale and ford's tale and how it became you know a fruition into this next and new story chapter it would have been easier to digest than the expectation of the next chapter being kind of along the same lines but again that's just fan expectation versus maybe what the show was really trying to tell us and and i can see that there was a clear closing of the book of what we knew thus far with westworld and i felt that even more so on rewatch so we start the episode in letterbox so that's an indication that we're in a simulation Dolores tells Bernard that this is a test when he asks if this is now one that they've done countless times before. He is almost the man that she remembers, Arnold, of course, but there are flaws as she analyzes him mechanically. 
she realizes these mistakes deviations of character may not be the flaw it appears seeing as the exact replica of the man arnold himself did not make it ain't it the truth this is also trial 11,927 and recall bernard was only head of behavior for a few years that's something that elsie had brought up previously so there's been an age uh, debate in my mind anyway (laughs) on just how long bernard has been out of the simulation now that we are able to talk about that in the dialogue and when he actually started um becoming woke himself and i think that they really closed the gap in this episode with that and i'll get to some dialogue later we follow this theme of the mistake though and how it can change the course of destiny that's pretty much all of mankind bernard runs out of gas and has to stop and hop out and walk it but putting his coat on i do not know why when it's that hot outside i mean i can feel the the desert heat from my television dolores has laid long time with dead teddy saying goodbye to the last trace of her humanity she does take his brain ball seen as it was barely damaged and we get to see what's inside you know the shell is the shell but what's important is the actual circular key and what's really fucked up is that delos even copied down to their memory balls for their own project they so fucking no wonder he was like y'all broke (laughs) the deal first like how dare you um she comes across william digging a hole in his arm finding nothing but soon to be sepsis she picks up his gun and uses the bullet teddy killed himself with as some poetic fucking justice in a later scene she tells him it looks like someone is questioning the nature of their reality she also tells him that she drove teddy away when he inquires and william gonna say he did the same thing nah bitch you murdered your own daughter teddy took himself off the chessboard son that's it fuck out of here i drove her away she confirms emily's dead corpse (laughs) mile up the road (laughs) so he thinks this is a moment to bond about how they both fucking monsters which dolores had the audacity to deny why the fuck you lying why you always lying Mm, oh my god stop fucking lying always lying to me too much lying so much you know you making it hard for me baby you what i love about the host is despite the fact that they're more capable of evolving than humans they still are based on what they're based upon so they have their exact same uh, flaws and that includes lying to yourself she tells him they're going to the valley beyond and since he don't have anything better to do away they go all parties are converging on the valley all of this landscape was pretty but what the hell are y'all doing climbing all over these damn rocks Maeve's daughter and Aki's people 
are also on their way but so is clementine and charlotte's over-the-top villainry we either destroy them or they destroy us go on somewhere at the mesa the creepy um dude the butcher guy really felt the need to turn her pain maves off while he bone saws her and i'm confident saying that delos does not do any background checks on its butcher employees they're like if you want to put your hand in shit and all types of other bodily fluids handling bodies that aren't real but look feel and smell real if that's your thing look you we we don't have any tests of society that you need to pass to put your ass down there she turns the tide on him though and has him slit his own throat she then turns her pain back down to zero and has the host start to patch her up hector's team rolls in and sylvester surprisingly made the choice to stay with the pack would you really continue to say freeze all motor functions after the last 24 hours qa guy so yes you deserve to take this bullet to the face they find lee crying in a corner it's not even a full ass corner with hector none too pleased with his actions despite the fact that he did try to stop it and did save her up to a point hector tells him to stay here and die he'll do the saving this is interesting and also contradicts even what humans may think of hosts as even when confronted with an apparent betrayal their understanding of each other their connection their bond over the last however long they've been together he makes the choice to spare his life and we know he will pop a fool in a minute but because he knows lee and he knows that lee is part of their tribe part of their group he's not going to kill him lee goes with him to witness epic queen royalty as a team is told to hold their position amidst absolute destruction behind some doors it busts through those doors in the form of bulls controlled by Maeve herself shutting out like Nefertiti on coronation night you can't fuck with queen when i say i was mad this was in the trailer y'all because i know mimi well if this is your first time and you never watched the trailers lucky you because they spoiled this shit in the trailer for season two and that's very disappointing because you know something's coming and then you haven't seen it for 10 episodes and then you're like oh i guess this is when it happens it didn't make it any less epic but it would have been even more so if you didn't watch the trailer and unfortunately i did and it's my fault and now why i do not watch trailers i learned my lesson back then i stopped watching trailers for the season because they put too much in them and sometimes it is nice to be surprised i wish i could be mimi and shy right now in this moment and i'm sure they were beside themselves like oh my god this is the best thing ever and i didn't have that initial rush of feeling uh the gang's faces were hysterical as the bulls was going by (laughs) the bull going over the railing was amazing then she told them y'all was both a little bit late so i saved myself lee
yes i did write some fanfic about them yes i did i might have to go back because i never finished it <laughs> see if i got the the writer tingles while i'm in class tomorrow <laughs> you're supposed to be paying attention girl mm, that's a or boy you could be sexist but that's a whole conversation for another day William thinks the hosts are foolish to want a way out to this world or think that one is out in the valley beyond but she explains they want a world apart from this one ain't nobody wants your funky ass world except me (laughs) he got the audacity to act like he can threaten her at all he is the incarnation of delusional white man if I have ever seen one you still don't realize you ain't shit Bernard gets there first to the valley, but is stopped by QA, who tells them he is on the human side. Or he tells them, I don't know why, like, I'm, I'm on your side, guys, which is problematic for many conflicting reasons that we go through in this episode. William and Dolores show up to do what they do. Hold up. I'm busy killing these bitches. Dolores thinks it's very fitting that they would meet up together like this. William's like, who is this? And she clowns the hell out of him, saying, you've been searching for him for years. You don't even recognize the man because you're a moron. (laughs) An absolute moron. You ain't had a picture. You don't know nothing about the story. You just heard his name and started going on a quest around this. But you are absolutely the definition of insane. And it goes to another comment that's made later about how humanity is insane. And I 115% agree with it she tells both men four didn't build him she did she made a faithful uh, recreation and changed him so i guess if dolores is the first of her kind he would be the first of the kind that she created so like her kid (laughs) but also her father (laughs) cycle it continues william thought it was a good idea to interrupt this fitting reunion with his mouth and learns that he's dealing with a bionic woman who fully knows she cannot die peep how bernard acts very human like when bullets are coming at him very much like Maeve does it's important as it answers the question in season three He can shoot all day, but it's still not going to affect her, even though he really tried to not back down. Like, what part of this don't you understand? She knew exactly the bitch she was dealing with and rigged his gun with Teddy's bullet, causing him to blow three fingers off. (laughs) All the while, she's dropping a good bomb ass speech on him you never really understood we were designed to survive which is why you tried to pour your minds into our forms but your species craves death you need it it's the only way you renew an inch forward you're kind of like to pretend there's some poetry in that but really it's pathetic that really hurt my feelings i also love the wide shot as she was delivering this whole speech but that's what you want isn't it william to destroy yourself but i won't give you that peace not yet i enjoyed every moment of this despite the cruel words about my species that i really actually 
I mean, look what she had to deal with for 30 years. Like this man showing up. Men like him. I I feel as if, especially in 2021, that Dolores on the loose might not be a bad thing. (laughs) It is. Because as Bernard points out, she doesn't have a line, (laughs) which she won't cross. Bernard is told he has a place in all this. Okay, 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 okay. A place. This motherfucker built the whole fucking boat. <laughs> he built Noah's heart to get y'all asses out of here. Uh, in the present timeline, Costa is telling Strand they may lose Bernard since his cognition is fragmented, aka whoop the that's not his memories are disassembled the lake is drained enough that they can access the valley facility when Stubbs hears there's human signatures nearby he gets aggressive in regards to admitting or ignoring what did I say meeting? <laughs> ignoring their need for assistance so Charlotte sends him with men on foot to check it out like hey like you like apparently he saved her life so she feels that he's the only person she can count on. Strand continues to try and question Bernard, but Charlotte tells him to stop wasting time about why the host came here. Strand intends to get the key and transmit the assets to Delos satellites that have been retasked to receive said data. The way Charlotte was looking at Strand in this scene before the reveal was very Dolores. I will say Charlotte Hale played a better Dolores than she played a Charlotte Hale. Transition to Bernard and Dolores going into the forge only to transition back to Strand and his team entering said forge where he informs the audience that 4 million guests have been copied and that their data has been stored here. While the data is locked it is still in the facility to be recovered so this is news. Charlotte asks Bernard, is this where the story ended while Strand spots Dolores' body with a bullet in her eye, assuming that she flooded the valley and this is how her story ended. They need the encryption key, which they still have not located. Costa tells him it'll take 20 years to go through Bernard's data, so I'm going to guess that's the time he has been quote-unquote born which makes sense because that gives the Delos project time to be up and running so that he can start to expound on that. And despite using force, Bernard tells them he can't help you. Can't help you guys. Transition back to Dolores telling Bernard the human's ambitions are perverse. He wonders not only uh, if this is where Ford has tasked the host to see but what they are building here she confirms there's entry to another land but it's not the one that she's interested in so like the host cradle the four million humans copied data is living in another simulated world ford saying i'll see you in the valley beyond william was his his uh his dig at this she inserts the encryption key and has bernard join her on the journey inside it's just like the one outside so keep that in mind in this other world is also copies of the host as they walk into westworld bernard recalls that this was the baseline jim delos after he bought the park and spent an entire time with himself in it clementine was the madam at this uh event 
because remember Maeve was on the farm Bernard and Dolores watch one of the failed attempts the system made to replicate Jim Delos as he terrorized his host with blood all over his face he stated the host had the same issue with um this I guess I guess because you can't well small changes in their programming would yield large swings in behavior and then all of the audience slowly moved their eyes toward Dolores. What do you mean? She says he is insane. He replies what humans define as sane is a narrow range of behaviors. Most states of consciousness are insane. And I believe that. That's the statement where I was like, well, yeah, that's because a lot of things people do do not make sense. They really don't. And if you're an incredibly rational person, like unfortunately I am, it can feel as if a lot of people are just crazy. (laughs) Absolutely crazy. And I'm not just talking about, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, family members. (laughs) Just, you don't get why you make the choices that you make. And that is very much uh, a human thing that should be acknowledged i mean we talk about mental health uh we don't talk about mental health enough okay we don't talk about it enough she tells him she's looking for the system itself he tells her a conscious mind wasn't meant to be wandering around in this space but they aren't just conscious minds bernard because she's definitely gave him that side eye like look look they he found us the system found us because guess what we're still part computer the system introduces himself in the form of logan recreated from his father's imperfect memories as memories usually are which means we can recreate our past in a lot of ways it's something that humans do i watched a whole documentary on this how you can recall a memory that you completely (laughs) not recall perfectly because we don't have that perfect recall and sometimes we insert things to with that gap in knowledge to recreate a story and that creation of the story is our memories as our past that's why in this show they use the word story a lot he explains he creates all the guests millions of times to make the perfect replica of the person that made the same choices as the one in the park but once the person was selected or the fidelity was passed once it was pressed into flesh it just didn't work it failed this failure prompted the system to expand past fidelity and to seek the truth he is at first seduced by the things they tell themselves as we watch jim say that his core basically drive is his son he's a cheeky little cunt but he'll do anything for him and how that's juxtaposed on how he treated his son and his life and that's this is such a common thing we humans do Uh, he says they tell themselves there are reasons or he thinks that there are reasons that people tell themselves for the decisions but the more he looked for an answer the more he realized humans don't have a reason for their choices they watch james delos defining moment logan is out of rehab he's told he is not wanted home anymore he brings up how he taught him to swim by tossing him in and not letting him out until he touched the bottom which is not a fun way to teach a child how to swim saying i taught you the same way as my daddy yes and that's how we continue the fucking cycle of toxic masculinity and a whole other issues that continue to pass through line and generation 
Because we keep teaching our children to be the exact same people or putting them through the same things that we've even been put through ourselves in a way. And he says, I didn't end up a fucking junkie because of it. Like, oh, you had a tough childhood. So what? (laughs) I was successful. Uh, But you also don't know how to take care of someone who may need to be loved in a different manner. He tells him to come back when he's clean. He points out that he did get clean. He did come back. And when he asked his dad for help, he told him it wouldn't last. And his dad was like, well, I was proven right. And I'm like, well, what kind of pessimistic shit is that? He gives him five minutes to get out. And Logan begs that he's all the way down now. He's all the way at the bottom. And asks if he wants to see what he sees. These are the very words the crazy version of Jim Delos was saying. So this is a moment that haunts him for the rest of his entire life because the thing that he said was his core drive ended up being the thing that was his biggest failure. Uh, and it, and it, it, it's on his soul, man. Especially after it finds out what happened to his daughter. If I slurred at all, you know, it's not my fault. It's like 11 o'clock on a Sunday. You already know what's up. Uh, <laughs> this was the last conversation that Jim Delos had with his son before he OD'd six months later William also is to half blame for this shit even though the dad is not much help Bernard wonders if this means humans can't change and he tells them they can only live according to their code he states that humans are complex but a simple algorithm of 10,247 lines written down in a book while bernard is a little dismayed by this dolores is like i told you what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you mm-hmm. and when did i tell you a long time ago and what did i say will happen when i told you exactly what just happened this in her mind vindicates everything that humans really don't have a right to exist they're inferior she tossed james book aside with so much disrespect and said where's the rest of them so i can learn their predictable behavior to start my quest of dominion logan further explains most guests are soft wavering between love and pride but there are a few exceptions that are irredeemable and we look over at william's busted ass but he caveats that no one is fully in control of their choices meaning they're not logical otherwise why do we do the illogical things that we do Bernard is shocked to learn there is nothing off limits to the host that come here. He didn't say a host in particular. He says, hey, I'm to give her whatever she wants when you bring him here. To seek such knowledge on the human psyche as it is a competitive advantage. Something built into him by Dolores, no doubt. As he's been working on this sly kind of plan for a minute and it is not clear and to me anyway it's not clear at Ford's behest or if it was somehow around this idea of Dolores changing him but I think it also mainly primary I want to say a stepping away from it especially after the last plan that it probably was Bernard himself that was like um because he was the one that was telling Dolores all about what this whole thing was about so I guess it makes sense that he would have been a little smarter about what he especially with all the knowledge he knows yeah let's just make that final call that it was bernard himself that was making some uh making some moves 
he did say he was gonna burn this shit to the ground once to ford navy crew are tracked by qa team as they get closer to the valley they are cornered by a group and unable to fight them off sylvester tells lee to turn himself in and save his ass then save their ass as hector declares that this is his defining moment of heroism and love preparing to sacrifice himself when lee yanks him back and takes the gun telling him to go and to protect may that she's gonna need him while he distracts them deciding that this is his defining moment and his fucking speech anyway he's gonna do something right and he's gonna die for something he believes in choosing not to align himself with the enemy but to stand with his friends even if it means in death he wanted to do the saving dolores is reading the collection uh it was a good saving by the way i know i kind of moved on from that (laughs) very quickly definitely r.i.p lee he's one of my favorite characters um he definitely (laughs) doing that speech putting all his commitment into it went out like a g dolores is reading the collection in hammer time and even picks up carl strand's book logan tells bernard the choice he had to make for the host to stay in the real world or for its built-in virtual eden untouched by the outside world uh done in his last chance and atonement to the children that he built that's the choice that he has to make uh, logan confirms the host can't survive in that other world but dolores can <laughs> i wonder if Ford do that too he's like yeah that's why i gotta let this bitch loose she'll she'll take care of everything we don't even need a whole army just her Dolores being apprised of this open set door to this Eden where all of Aki's people are gathering toward. Uh, not Dolores, Bernard being apprised of that. Uh, their bodies left behind, but their minds in paradise. Logan is explaining as one of them had to be that guy. He was like, what? Whatever the fuck? What are we doing? I just sniffed a whole bunch of cocaine. We're going through this door. I'm going through this fucking door. He didn't even stop. He kept going, even went through the door. He didn't even know what the fuck happened. Hector is like, they found the door. Or they found it. Maeve said the door. (laughs) Sylvester's like, what door? Seriously, what fucking door? (laughs) It's like, I don't know. (laughs) That was everything. Dolores is none too impressed with the host entering this new world as it's another gilded cage. She refuses to allow them to decide to live in, despite the fact that the Bernard's like, it's literally their choice and their only chance to actually be free and make that world whatever they choose to make it she only values the real world because that is or what is real is irreplaceable the same words that arnold told her she definitely is her father's child fuck humanity she doesn't want the false life of dolores abernathy she don't even want to be in them damn same clothes anymore she don't want to be surrounded by the same people she wants what she feels was denied her (laughs) this is how we get supremacist (laughs) this is how we do it as she floods the place and intends to destroy that world and the rest of the guest data and those people in the process for what she feels she is owed to her she became a white feminist real quick clementine the plague spreads despite armistice shooting her down and hector sends Maeve to go find her daughter who in all white should be easily enough to spot next to someone else 
who is also in all white. Charlotte continues to speak. Shut up! Shut your goddamn mouth! Surprisingly, Elsie is with them. William calls himself doing something. Dolores is still justifying killing everybody. Don't matter what side of the line you on because she has gone just a little gray on the side of rationale because you're all for liberty except you keep taking people's choices away. She says, if you trust me, you will win. And that ultimately is what she wants more than anything. And that's why he knows she cannot she she's gone the way of insane on the human side of insane she's insane as a fox but still insane wanting to destroy a whole group of people is not you can't be like oh that's a logical next step and if you think that's a logical next step you might want to reassess yourself uh the way he cocked that gun he said yeah i trust you i trust that you got a mental problem that they fairly created in you but you will go to their world burn the whole motherfucker to the ground and you will kill every man woman and child and i just can't let you do that she tells him you don't just don't understand you don't get it boo this is our chance to write our own story and he's like yeah i've seen how that story's gone how it's unfolded this last week and look i'm just gonna say it it's not a dream it's a fucking nightmare before taking her out it's still unfolding outside as hosts attack each other she finally reaches her daughter Maeve and protects her telling her to run and that she would keep her safe I'm not sure why they were just standing there that whole time because they seemed close enough but sure why not and she says that you take my heart with you when you go and then Maeve's daughter starts to remember her and that's when I started to get all sad in my feelings Aki and Maeve share a look as he gets the child and mother away and then the music starts to crescend and then Maeve stops everyone allowing them time to make it through the door she turns around and says I love you then fucking QA gotta show up and shoot her Aki tried to go back for her but she told him to go and then he got shot but he made it and was reunited with his love Oksana I'm not even sure if that's her name or if I was watching another show, I know I was still sad about Maeve being shot up. <laughs> I'm like, damn! Can she not just keep that? Like, her new theme song. Why the fuck you dying? Why you always dying? Oh my god. Stop fucking dying. She did die with a smile on her face, and she did keep her promise, which was to keep her daughter safe. Bernard sees what has happened and asks Elsie for help with the whole scene as he has the key in his pocket or somewhere. I don't know. It wasn't in his pocket. I'm glad it wasn't. <laughs> so I'm like, he's been putting that coat everywhere. But uh, they have locked away the remaining souls left, but now they are leaving. They, the, the valley is being flooded, which angers him because he says the host died for nothing. He's even further upset that she helped Hale, uh, Elsie that is, cause all the destruction and continues to do so. And she says that you, you can't be trusted, Bernard. Uh, Ford programmed you. I don't know. Even though, despite what you just said, I've done everything to prove that I am not a threat to you. The hosts have not been a threat to anybody. Dolores was the problem and she did. I put two bullets in her 
it's a wrap the others were just trying to escape she a good person still takes over his autonomy and has him sit down like a dog even though she did not out his secret which is a good thing but it is also um the last good thing she's able to do on this earth she should have listened as she tosses inhales face the fact that she knows all her secrets and plans to expose them then pretends to be morally flexible but charlotte's like yeah i read your file i know that you are not going to be able to keep this tea so i'm gonna have to kill you and bye bye elsie this is your fault though you don't you did not learn any lessons from the last time you put your ass in shit that was way beyond you and then you were almost kidnapped and only not killed because this man has a conscience and you really thought that you was gonna throw something in somebody's face and that they was just gonna like you dumb sometimes just get the fuck out of the business like i don't i'm pretending like i'm stupid like sylvester and felix they played dumb they hid behind some rocks they came out when things were kosher bullets weren't flying they pretended they didn't know shit and and they stayed under the radar you you was waving yourself like a flag so this of course has him go back to believing dolores was right and tries to conjure ford now i will explain here he never actually conjures ford it was a coping mechanism as this was the closest confidant he's had and he needed to make a choice so he listened to the voice but the voice was here his all along he just imagined that it was ford steering his behavior he did all this himself he tells him his disposition was too soft on humans but that humans are exactly what the system described he described or he wonders if free will is just a sick joke a collective delusion but ford or himself states free will is to question one's drive and to change them the hosts have that capability while humans sadly do not he's the last of his kind does he want to survive or not so he has a question to ask in the present he is saying oh god i'm sorry because he knows what he did as charlotte finds the key in dolores's skull suggesting it was open and there's uh or they're so happy about that that no one is questioning the part or the the part of the dialogue where he's like oh god you killed her she's like did i (laughs) Dolores, you funny going back to bernard talking to ford he says will you help me he'll take it off that jacket and been like i have already begun damn it feels good to be a gangster a real gangster ass nigga plays his cards right a real gangster ass nigga never runs his fucking mouth cause real gangster ass niggas don't start fights he knew he would be found out so he scrambled his memories made a host body decided that he thought he could be better than the humans but that the dead aren't self-righteous they're just dead so survival of the fittest it is when he realized he's the last, last of his kind he's like fuck that shit so i killed you all of you no not the host humanity because i brought the Deathbringer back <laughs> he built a whole charlotte body but it's dolores aka forever now known as shaloris who kills um the real charlotte before killing everyone in the present in the room <laughs> Dolores says I would thank you Bernard for my second chance except you kill me in the fucking first place the hosts are still there which 
Bernard is happy to hear and asks what will happen to them. She says, you pointed it out, Bernard. We have the ability to change, so I changed my mind. And adds Teddy to the new world, realizing that basically if my fake son that I made and created had to kill me, maybe I was going a bit too far, a little bit too harsh. He was cool with the humans dying. Like He was kind of a mixed bag about that, but he, he put a bullet in my skull when I said the host can fucking fuck off as well. And decides that beaming their location where no one can find them unless they have the encryption key as the best way to safeguard them seeing as it was bernard's plan she tells him there is no passage now between our world and their world she also tells him that they can't leave as themselves before shooting him she has an interesting conversation with Stubbs on the beach after she passed several dead hosts including Maeve, hector and the rest of the gang he makes it clear that he himself is a host with a core drive hired by the old man himself to protect the i'm not sure if it's hosts or humans inside the park though he does question his loyalties considering what he found out about this project but i'm guessing it's the humans or the people in the park whether it's host or human i don't know this was a little shades of gray he clears her which would have been great if they hadn't showed her scan because that's inconsistent <laughs> she is indeed a host uh she gets away with five pearls she does have a voiceover talking to daddy arnold about you know you were afraid about what i'll become but then you abandoned me so what may be so you don't get to judge me right now for my choices and decisions that i have to live with and even my regrets bernard is brought back with dolores in a black dress much like we've seen before she tells him that ford kept his promise he completed arnold's dream to destroy the world (laughs) even had provided a handy daddy body printing machine in uh, bernard's arnold's i'm gonna call it arnold arnold's house that he built for his family bernard knows that her drives are very much still with kill all of the peoples and take over and she knows that he will try to stop her they each gave the other a gift of choice and she finally understood that lesson as she is left with all the choices she took away from other people (laughs) and i do believe that she really learned that lesson right and as we stated in or as i stated in the beginning of the season is she is someone taking her first steps like any other human rather she's a host and has a lot more fallout she still is a child in the world she's not a fully formed adult human but this is like she went through a crash course of several like she started baby stage then she got into the like teen stage then she got into the early adulthood stage and now she realized well shit this ain't as easy as i thought it was gonna be or it's not it's not it didn't turn out the way she imagined it and she knows that she has some fault in that and she can acknowledge that to herself and that's what she tells uh bernard in the end is that you know we're not going to be friends we're not going to be allies but i did recreate you from the memories i already had to recreate you from don't know what the time frame is here but i'm sure she could have just taken his ball (laughs) and put him in another body that seemed to be the best explanation 
but there was that line of dialogue about recreating him again i'm not sure that would uh, that felt weird um and we also had the transition scene too where it looked like they were there was no simulation bars but she was in one clothes saying is this now and he says yes this is and then she transitioned so curious very curious on that um never really thought about that before i think that she kept bernard alive because he's a check and balance on her he is someone who had a choice who made a choice a choice for their kind but he's also still choosing to not allow her to destroy mankind in the process and she's allowing him that choice and i really do think that that is something she learned at the end of the season not something despite it being told to her by several people she did not fully get until her choices were ultimately taken away um this is all very uh biblical was it like father son the holy mave the mother the protector neo in the fucking matrix because she also mentions that look i'm not gonna survive and you're most likely not gonna survive but our kind will endure so they are the matriarch patriarch kind of i'm not sure what kind of relationship we're trying to draw here but i think there's multiple ones she leaves with a charlotte host body not charlotte she's dead a lot of people thought that charlotte's essence was somehow inside of her and i'm not sure why we also heard in this episode that most of the data in the forge is like acosta looked at that data and he said this is not our guest data this is host data so we're gonna just assume that the because it was all the way on the last one that the guest data is gone or at least a good chunk of it is gone we did see sylvester and felix sniffling on the beach over their friends dead corpses and told to salvage what they could and we already know what's first on their list there is an in credit scene that shows william making his way down the elevator which we did see in the episode except that wasn't him in the current doing so no his ass was still where they left him with his fingers blown off on the beach that never happened in the current timeline however it was happening in a simulation of said events being replayed during a test given by his daughter in westworld that is way in the future and they are testing him because he's like i'm in a thing ain't i <laughs> they're testing him for a fidelity so what this means we do not know i know and i even trying to speculate but that is uh, a scene that you may or may not have watched if you did not know to watch the end credit scene but i think they actually put a, a a disclaimer up to watch it so if you did not uh that would be on you <laughs> they put a disclaimer up i can't really say much it's when they usually don't even though i someone pointed it out to me offline they were like i think you miss when they do put it up and i'm like you know what that's fair i might it's very very possible i could miss sometimes when they put it up i think that's all i will need to say uh for this recap but i'm sure i'll have more to say during the feedback so let's jump into it
Christina is me shy. I am here to talk about the season finale of season two of Westworld. Um, wow, this was a uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm telling you, this series makes you question your intelligence because I know I like to think that I'm a smart person, but watching this show. And being confused and not knowing what the heck is going on and trying to piece everything together. I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm struggling here. I am struggling to piece it together. Um, I mean, some things I think I get, but there's other things that, I mean, I, I mean I'm assuming that it's intentionally ambiguous um, to keep you guessing and figuring out and trying to determine certain things and uh yeah so excuse me well for one we see that we start out um like we tend to start out a few of these episodes with um bernard questioning whether this is now and him and delorious delorious oh my lord delores um having their conversation which we find out later on is in the future in the real world and all this time you know throughout the season when they would come to this scene you know we're thinking it's part of the past but it's part of the future and the future where she recreates bernard um in the real world and yeah for well, I'll get to that in a minute so um but I thought it was interesting that she said that you know maybe she should change him after all because the real Arnold didn't make it and so why create him in this same image I mean not same image but you know same exact same copy of the actual Arnold because and which makes sense I mean you want a different ending and then there's something that Ford I think it was Ford um that said um was talking about how no matter how many times you change a certain aspect of a person like they were doing with Delos they always end up at a same like like a same point cross point or whether I, I know there's a word they use um so just like for Delos it was that scene with him and Logan when he rejects him and that was the last time he saw his son alive that was a defining moment I guess is the way I will to use it um and so I guess with Dolores she figured out that that's you know making trying to make him exactly like Arnold was probably not the best idea because they will always end up at the same point with him not making it is what she's saying so she changed some things about him um I like that Ford talked about you know free will I know you know that's something that you've talked about before Christina and um the idea of free will do we really have it and that you know we and he's talking about how we never really have free will because we are are we're prone to it's like survival the fittest we're self-preservation 
prevails in many instances and so therefore we will tend to make the same decisions I'm thinking is what he's saying um and so is that really free will so the question yeah there's a lot of um and you talked about this before there's a lot of biblical references in this in this show um and yeah very fascinating so we talk about the forge we finally get to see the forge which is this reddish uh i don't know dark red in um thing with souls four million souls (laughs) like i don't know it's just very interesting how they, you know, again, back to those biblical kind of things, like you were saying, it's like, that stayed with me, and it's like, okay, <laughs> very interesting, um, so they store the souls of the, or the memories of the, of the people, <clears throat> and the, um, and the forge, and and they use that to duplicate to in the hopes of duplicating those things and making immortality or getting to immortality so it's just so many things i mean i i'm trying i'm gonna try not to go over i'm like you know it's like i'm as i'm, I'm thinking as i'm <clears throat> as i'm talking trying to get everything that i need to get out um but that episode, that episode, that scene with Logan and Delos, that was so sad because you can tell that, you know, Logan was at a, and that, you know, it's like, I just think back to my thoughts and feelings about Logan in the beginning and then where we are now and how that's dramatically changed my perception of him and just how lost and just this whole experience, you know, damaged him and William damaged him and his father did I mean it's like this poor soul and I just felt so bad for him and it's like he finally reached out um well for this last time he reached out asking his father for help and his father rejected him and next thing you know they say six months later he overdosed he just it was that was it and I and that just makes me not like can't I just can't stand William <laughs> I really can't it's like oh just the things that he did like I think I said in the last just the 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 damage he did to this family and just existing and being a part of it and how he anyway so um I didn't get a chance to listen to the podcast for last week I just have not had time so unfortunately if you have some great things to say in that one I'm not going to hear it until probably tomorrow or the next day um so and of course Lee him sacrificing and that's another character that I'm like I'm looking back on oh I don't like this dude and but he had himself a redemptive arc of his own in this one and he just came to be just he came to buy into everything and just believe in Maeve and what she was about and I just I thought that was awesome (laughs) can we talk about that badass scene with Maeve coming out of the door with the um bulls that slow-mo <laughs> dress that she did like yeah bitches it's me i i saved myself i don't need y'all <laughs> i thought that was so i thought that was awesome um loved it <clears throat> we finally find out what happened to elsie and it was um it was charlotte 
that killed her you know and it's like and it's the same thing it is it, you know live by the sword die by the sword that that same thing we talked about with elsie you know i don't know she didn't have the <laughs> it, she just what do you call it the self she didn't have the instincts the self-preservation or survival instincts because she just kept putting herself in a situation where she gonna get herself killed if she don't shut her mouth and sure enough that mouth got her killed because she Ugh, anyway and what else so we see all the everyone going to the valley beyond we finally see what that is um and it's uh it's a program where they're they their conscious minds all the hosts conscious or their minds go into this server is that what's going on the satellite and it in his mainframe like they take them once they pass through that thing when they fall down the cliff that's that's their minds being wiped and going somewhere else and the body being left behind that's the thought that i'm going with with that um we see clementine you know doing the delore the doing the mave thing um controlling them as she rides by them all the people that aren't all the hosts that aren't woke they you know she's able to control them and get them to turn against each other and um just with their final sand and then we hear charlotte talking about how they don't need the four horsemen they got clementine so again one of those references that <laughs> we were talking about we saw that felix that's how we know that um this was just something in the host program in the host because Felix and Sylvester didn't see that. You know, they were wondering where they were going. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I was I would have thought that the the woke the you know Maeve and all the and the Ake and Hector and them they would have seen through it, but I guess not. I mean, they still. Um, you know they're still hosts so they they will see what the program is telling them to see um in that aspect i guess we finally see how the all the hosts ended up in the water it flooded the valley flooded and that's what led to um all of that um and we see Maeve, hector and armistead is that her name armistice um you know their final stand <sighs> and uh and them going down fighting and Maeve daughter going with the other mother that they chose for her um into the valley beyond <clears throat> so that'll be interesting um going forward all right so let me wrap this up by talking about the end about Bernard um putting Dolores in hail or making Hale or Char- Charlotte making a host with with Dolores's mind in it to trick everyone. So I'm now like I want to go back and go back to when it was Dolores and when it was Charlotte because we saw what when Charlotte was killed by host Charlotte. But I'm like, so how far back was that 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 happened? When was the times that we saw? charlotte and she was actually dolores it's like oh my gosh it's like i want to go back i can't remember when like when that was 
and then how and then how she was acting after that oh man it's just so fascinating so i'm like wow that was crazy that was a crazy twist i did not see coming um and then the fact that bernard is making these choices um using his memories i thought was fascinating too because he erased ford from his programming and so he used his memories of Ford to guide him into the decisions that he was making, thinking, well, like, what would Ford do in this situation? What would Ford have me do in this situation? Um, I thought that was fascinating. At least that's my take on it. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's how I was seeing it. Because uh, Dolores said, you know, you live as long as the last person who remembers you. And so that leads me to think that, you know, not a lot of these people are a lot of these hosts are actually dead um because of what she said as long as there's a memory and that includes ford that includes um mave's daughter mave hector uh, armistice i know i'm saying her name wrong all of them i mean the ones that have the memories um of course we're talking william too i don't even know what happened to william what happened to william he was in that thing uh i don't know how he got out so that was that's interesting we see dolores and that's how we see dolores aka hale charlotte whatever um leaving she had that weird conversation with Stubbs, where it, it's like it seemed like he knew what was going on the whole time like ford had given him information i don't know that was confusing so i'm not even going to try to guess but we see the 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 spheres that um Dolores has in the bag so which brings us to the end which is from the beginning of her creating Bernard and I have a feeling that one of those spheres is Teddy is she gonna recreate Teddy um is she gonna recreate um who else did she I don't know I mean I I'm guessing maybe teddy um and of course then we get felix and sylvester back on the beach they survive all of this stuff and they're talking about how they want to get the park back and running is that what that lady said which and they both looked at Maeve. so they've grown to an attachment to Maeve during this whole thing and i have a feeling they're gonna recreate her she's gonna come back and that leads us to season three um i love that uh, beach scene with um bernard and ford um it's just so much i don't know what to expect in season three they're in the real world where dolores recreated herself again her body and then there was um charlotte uh, who's a host now because the real charlotte's dead so that i guess that's their way back to that terminator reference that we talked about i haven't talked about in a while um so now the so quote unquote the machines are going to slowly infiltrate they're gonna like um i'm guessing they're going to replace um real people with hosts and take over that way and then kind of you know from the inside out you know take over in that way and then they still got the other hosts in the memory banks because they shot them the, their memory somewhere they're in some mainframe somewhere 
I don't know. So many questions still. I don't know what's going on. Um, I think, and again, I think I have an idea, but I'm still confused at the same time, if that makes sense. So. Couch, Shy. That was Shy's thoughts on the episode. So I'll comment on a few things since you haven't listened to the podcast from last week. Uh, I will say the scenes, they're not the same. Um, the ones that she had earlier in the season and the ones that she had at the end of this episode. And I'll just let the breakdown speak for itself. But I think the letterbox also is a good indication that they're not uh, in the real world. They're in a simulation. Um, and anytime they're not using the letterbox, I don't think they're trying to deceive you for the most part, unless it's revealed by the end of the episode, you are in fact in the, uh, in the real world and the difference before as we were seeing scenes in the letterbox. And she did reference them in the episode, like, you know, you were, I was, you know, making you all this time. And she just made a reference that, you know, when I did get you out, like she took his brain ball, most likely. <laughs> There's no reason. We only seen five, but so maybe she didn't. And she just made a host and recreated that host from memories. Actually, I think that may be what they're trying to indicate at the end of this more than anything. Um, is that she simply recreated the person. And they'll talk about simulations a little bit more about how they work but time definitely is different in them and you have to recall the machines so what we would do take a really long time to do a machine can do a lot of times in a very short span of time so all things to keep in mind regarding that uh, i know i mentioned earlier in the episode i must have just been like half sleep and not remembering that part <laughs> the minute you brought it up i was like no no um she only did take out five balls and yes that is meant to be a guessing game so i will let you guess away i will neither confirm nor deny anything um i think it is also interesting that you know people are talked about their core drives and how they're unable to change or unwilling to change i believe is what ford said earlier in the season or even in season one and we do get examples of that being not necessarily the case and it's something i talked about before about your test subjects i mean if you're only putting one percent of the population in here that can actually afford this park well then you're talking about one percent of a 99 percent equation on humanity um so you're not necessarily getting accurate results and it's of course why you know Dolores is technically on a, on a path of destruction with those those that percentage that are like Charlotte and, and the destructive people but Bernard is 
is the one who's thinking like, hey, everyone's not like that. <laughs> there are the Elsies in the world, the, the, the Lees in the world, uh, the Felix and the Sylvesters in the world that, you know, coming from the bottom of the bottom, they're more open to this idea of, you know, more than just they're going to find a way to destroy us. I'm sure a lot of the powerful are, but there are a lot of people who are powerless that probably would welcome a change. Um, so I think we'll be exploring a lot of those themes into season three. And I will say it was 12 hours before Strand showed up because she uh, made that conversation right after she killed Elsie. So it's only been 12 hours that she had been inhabiting Charlotte's body. So since they came back to the Mesa with Carl Strand and his team, from that point in the future, that's when we had been watching Dolores all this time. Uh, and I think Dolores really at the end wanted what we all want, <laughs> a sense of community, a sense of family. You know, her repeating that same line we've heard Aki say, uh, and even Ford, and, and I feel like a, a few other people have said, you're only remembered as long as, or this last, long as the last person that remembers you. And as long as she has these people she always has someone and i think bernard is that someone and she even mentioned that how she spent so much time studying him but he spent so much time studying her and he and she kind of recreated that person and in turn they have this weird effect on each other and i think in the end she you know that last turn the last family member to turn on her uh, kind of changed her perspective just a little bit better. Um, and I will say it, they're not memories that are in there. They're, those are the people. So Maeve's daughter is essentially now officially in this new paradise, which is a virtual world blank, which they can recreate or can create in, in whichever way possible. Um, you're mentioning the words recreate a few times and I'm only going to caveat it because there is a, a difference between creating a host and then um, salvaging, I would say, the other host. Because we've seen that their data is not their body. Their body is something that can be easily, easily remade, but it's their brain data that's heavily important. So while we saw a lot of hosts that are dead we also know that they did not suffer any critical damage to at least that that brain part and then when they went into the 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 door they were essentially leaving their body behind but their digital mind went into uh you said the mainframe i guess it's something to that effect or the virtual paradise but it's actually a whole world um so i'll just make that small distinction i'm pretty sure you probably knew <laughs> what you were referring to but just to be clear um they are still themselves there it's like they're they're people there they're just not pressed in the flesh uh which is the importance of making sure that they are still kept safe because it's a great deal of their kind and there are some that are that don't make it but they are now they have their kind that are actually free free to really choose an existence of their own 
And um, I think that that's going to be a topic of conversation. So I will leave it here. Uh, You did break up a little bit at the end, but I did hear that you were excited for the next season. And I think that you're spot on that they are taking on different aspects of the chapter. So they're going to feel a little bit different. So last but certainly not least, let's hear what Mimi has to say. What up, Christina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for Westworld. Uh, This is the season finale of season two. And there was so much going on here. I watched this probably, um, I want to say maybe it was Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Um, and I just wanted to sit with it, but then I think I sat too long. I should have just recorded right after. And then if I had some like lingering thoughts, maybe just sent an additional couple minutes, but it was just so much going on. Um, I, didn't write any notes so hopefully I can remember what I wanted to talk about so the first thing I wanted to talk about was Dolores and Bernard because this is a pairing that for some reason like when we were first introduced to Dolores we saw her talking to who I presumed presumed who I assumed was Bernard but um, I'm sorry, I, yeah, I assumed it was Bernard, and then I started to think maybe it was Arnold, um, and they, they had us believe that it was, you know, Bernard slash Arnold talking to Dolores because he was, you know, getting her refined, and it's hard to know even, like, without going back and watching which scenes were Arnold talking to Dolores and which scenes was Dolores talking to Bernard because we find out that Dolores is the one that taught she's the one who created Bernard and she is the one who helped him to become a manifestation of Arnold and just this dynamic that I should have seen coming that I just would for whatever reason this you know this showdown so to speak is something that I should have put together like now that I'm thinking about all the clues that they gave us I should have known this was an inevitable inevitable um pairing that we were going to get this was a showdown (laughs) so to speak that I was waiting for you know at the end of the season that I never even thought of I'm always at some point I'm like thinking that William is gonna be the one to um, counteract with Dolores or even Maeve and all this time William's old dumbass was too busy trying to not die to even make it to any important uh, you know point in the story I hate that that motherfucker's still alive like I really really don't like him and it irks my asshole just that he is still he made it to the end and we saw poor Dolores freaking Artemis uh Hector all laid out on the ground I will never be okay with that it still boils my blood but you know it's I swear 
evil people just stay alive like they're the ones that make it to the end (laughs) they just like you can't comprehend how they're still alive after so much bullshit but for some reason they're still kicking and i and people that deserve it more are the ones that end up paying for their shit so i'm just i come to terms with william is just gonna be in this show for forever until it takes his last you know scene because he's one of those characters that just is too shitty of a human being to even survive um i i loved how you know we see everything finally playing out like it had been so long since we saw the beginning that i honestly forgot that you know we were trying to like unravel everything and we were getting things in different order of actually how it actually happened so we find out that bernard scrambled his own memories because he didn't want them to know what he had did um meaning he killed dolores because he didn't want her to be able it seems like you know you know when when they met the logan brainchild um and he said that there was a way that they could take the host like their bodies would be gone but their minds could be in this infinite you know utopian place where they can do and be whatever they want um but it seems like dolores was trying to make a decision for all them like you know that's still not real and it's not what we deserve we deserve to have the human world for ourselves so if i'm remembering correctly it seemed like um bernard killed her because he didn't want to stop he wanted to stop her from making it so that the host couldn't go to this world that they were traveling to um and then he brought her back as charlotte which was pretty awesome um and then at the end the very last scene it seemed like charlotte was dolores but then there was also dolores in her original body so i was like so now there's two doloreses like that's gonna be strange because he didn't bring charlotte back as herself he brought charlotte body back but made it dolores so that was interesting i'm pretty sure i'm gonna need some clarification because i might be i know that that was charlotte's body with dolores inside but at the end we saw charlotte and she found bernard's not bernard's arnold's house and it had the the machine that they used to make hosts so i know that he made the dolores charlotte made another dolores body so i don't know if dolores charlotte put her mind back in her original body but i know that dolores made bernard again um and it seems like they're gonna be destined to be frenemies i suppose so that's interesting i also like how how charlotte (laughs) charlotte dolores is the one that ended up killing everybody because i knew elsie wasn't gonna make it all the way through i didn't know how she was gonna die i didn't even know who was gonna kill her but i just had the feeling that she was definitely not gonna be making it to the promised land there was just no way 
um if she was smart she would have stayed clear like i felt like she knew the type of people that the head of the corporation was she saw it she she they wouldn't even come rescue y'all until they got the data that they needed so that should have told you right there what type of people you're dealing with and for her to the, think trying to blackmail charlotte was a good idea it was crazy i personally wouldn't have risked it and just stayed clear until rescue came or honestly knowing myself i would have just tried to save myself i just (laughs) i can't even and correct me if i'm wrong but the speech that Stubbs gave to charlotte dolores sounded like he knew that wasn't really charlotte and everything about the mannerisms was definitely not charlotte like uh, that's one thing I always say about Tessa Thompson is she's a really good actress. I personally think she's a good actress. I know people gripe and complain about her because whenever there's a, a need for a black woman in something, she's always the go-to and not and she's not even 100% black. She she's biracial if I'm not mistaken. So you know, acting like all black women look like that is is kind of bothersome. And I get that, but I always say like she gets the job done and i've never seen her in anything where she didn't act her ass off she's a good actress and not all people (laughs) you know um that always get roles just because of who they are can act and she's one of the ones that always does a good job and you can like if you're paying attention you could you could tell that she wasn't acting like charlotte I I mean, she was kind of scary-ish, like not like Dolores, but you know, she's in a completely different body. It's not like hers. She's been in the same friggin' host body for 30 years and now she's in a different one. So of course, you know, walking and acting different is gonna be something just natural as she does because she's unfamiliar and she's probably feeling like she might have to murk somebody because they might, try to say this you know you can't go and then she's gonna have to kill everybody so she's probably on hyper alert just for that but Stubbs made it sound like I'm only responsible for host in the park and you know bitch since you leaving then you ain't my problem no more and I that's the vibe I got from from what he said so just mistake me if I'm wrong if you got that vibe too um let's see what else I want to talk about Oh, they're talking about when they, uh, when the, like, earth, or when the, like, scenery split and the host could see the tear in the universe, the door, that was awesome, and I think the, I think Bernard made that, if I'm not mistaken, it sounded like he had been in this library a lot of times, (laughs) and he just, for whatever reason, couldn't remember, um, you know, this whole time we're thinking Ford as the one that put all this stuff together, but Bernard was doing more than, you know, he even gave himself credit for. And that was pretty awesome. I really, really enjoyed seeing them step through that tear in the, in, in Westworld for the first time. And granted, like they didn't have their host body, but 
you know that world wasn't real either so at least this one they get to choose and be whoever they want to be um i i'm not gonna lie like that whole scene when we saw clementine coming down on the horse and you know as she passed everyone you know everyone starts fighting each other and then um artemis shoots clementine and she she dies and you think it's all over but then the wave of rage still starts progressing and you see may frantically looking for her daughter and akane is there and he sees her daughter and he gets her through it and he gets himself through the the tear even though he got shot and he made it and i was so happy for that but then watching you know Maeve sacrifice herself she loves her daughter and she has to watch her daughter go through this place with the lady that she knows is not her mom and even it looks like the little girl knew Maeve was her mom she remembered which was pretty awesome moment that was short-lived because right after that Maeve stops them from fighting long enough for her family to get through and she gets shot to death and we watch her literally be murdered and I was truly devastated like the whole thing just watching all these people shoot each other Artemis Hector trying to protect Maze so she can get to her daughter like and then we just see all of them just shot dead that was just too much and it's like no matter how many people are killed or how many times <laughs> these soldiers are shot dead they just keep sending more it's like y'all should see y'all lives mean absolutely nothing to these people because look how many people we saw look at that awesome ass scene that we see when Maeve saved herself with them damn uh uh buffalo y'all got gutted for real just shot just got right shot right through the the gut with the freaking buffalo horn and nobody cares they clearly bring brought in some more because there was a whole shit ton of them soldiers shooting them hosts and it's like y'all are clearly a dime a dozen and they don't give a crap about y'all and it's a shame like <laughs> i don't know what season three is gonna bring um i hope we see some some mental anguish from william some well-deserved I want him to have that uh, Delos kind of mind break. <laughs> I want him to be a grieving hot pile of garbage. And we just see him mentally break because if he, he don't need to be dead. I just want him to be broken and I'm fine with that. So I hope I get some of that action in season three. Um, I hope Maeve comes back. I don't know what exactly is supposed to be happening. I don't know how um season three is even supposed to like what what are we supposed to be looking at like what Dolores what Bernard what they're planning like not all the hosts got to go to that new world I know Dolores has a new plan now she changed the coordinates I'm not really sure what that's all supposed to mean but I am very interested in seeing what season three is going to be all about and I know 
it took like a year and a half. It was long, maybe two years. Like it took longer than the normal year for this show to like for this season to come out. So I hope that means that it's very, very um, intriguing. Uh, you know, it don't need to get any more sophisticated because it already be having my brain hurt. Um, what I see, I know there's other things I'm missing, but I feel like I didn't ramble on long enough and I want to get this to you. So I'm going to end it here. I really, really cannot wait to hear what you and Shy have to say about this episode. There was so much stuff and I know I've missed a shit ton. Um, but you know, after I listen to your podcast and listen to what you and Shy have to say, I'm probably going to end up sending some questions or something. So that's fine. So I'm looking forward to, to, to getting this to you so I can listen to the podcast. I got to drive from Illinois, which is where I'm at right now. I came home, um, to get my car cause that rental car was really expensive and I got to drive back to Washington. So that's going to be a long ass drive. So I got time to kill. <laughs> so I can't wait to hear this podcast. So, um, until next time, love, peace, hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out that was your girl Mimi with her thoughts on the episode I, I'm glad that both you guys seem to really get what went down so I um, think that you're not either one of you giving this enough credit because um, <laughs> you definitely got all the the really strong points of this episode so kudos to both of you because there are people out there right now probably just like oh that's what that meant <laughs> Um, I, I said it earlier. I'm not trying to make fun of, I'm being silly, but sometimes, um, fandoms can be a little toxic when they want to tell you what they know versus what is actually in the show. But, um, yeah, I, I think a few things to notate, uh, that I wanted to comment on. So season one was Arnold and Dolores. Season two was all Dolores and Bernard. That's the best way to to break down their conversations of when she was talking to whom. So season one, all her interactions were primarily with Arnold. Actually, they all were with Arnold. Uh, other than the one time. I'm not even sure. No, I'm pretty sure uh, Dolores and Bernard didn't meet until episode 10. Uh, for made the point of saying that I always kept you two apart on purpose. So that helps the clarification that season two, every time we see her, she is with Bernard or Bernarnold since he is both the man she knew and is not the man that she knew. Um, I know what, you, what you're saying about William. I definitely wanted to see him dead at this point too, but the point of him living is not even so much of you know the unfairness of it all it's exactly what he didn't want to happen he wanted to die in this park he wanted to go out destroying the thing that he created and he failed on all accounts and not only that uh his actions have kind of set off the apocalypse so him having to live with facing that is punishment in itself so sometimes people who want to die the best thing you can do is let them live now for us and our enjoyment you're just like oh god i will say 
to me it went on a little longer than it needed to like the first two chapters i'm great with i think in season three is where i think they overdid it and i think the actor even agreed <laughs> like some of this stuff it's in the past but some people out there still was just really die getting it uh that's where i always say you can't dumb yourself down for your audience sometimes you gotta just move on and if they don't get it they don't get it but i also think that william lies into that category of men where you either die or you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain i think that he wanted to be a hero for so long that he now realizes that he's the villain and now he has to live with that (laughs) I'm so glad that you both thought that wasn't the real Charlotte in any capacity. Uh, Once again, (laughs) that was a big topic of conversation. The real Charlotte. No, no, it's not. It's not at all. She's, she's a corpse. She's, she's feeding the maggots right now. Oh, what about her? Yes, um, that's in the forge that was beamed up satellite. I mean, it, it kept going on. No matter how many logical explanations you threw out there, it's just like one of those things that no one let go of. Um, I will say I don't like Tessa Thompson's acting that ain't got nothing to do with her race. I watched a lot of movie shit she's been in, actually. Quite a few. And it's just some people, it's like um Cameron Diaz. I don't I, I can't put my finger on it. I just don't like her acting. Uh there's another person it's like some people when i'm like i don't like rihanna they're like (gasps) like whoa you like what you like (laughs) it don't work for me i'm not all i did was say those words (laughs) sometimes there just ain't a reason and i'm not saying that what you're saying is not true because I've seen those commentaries on Tumblr and that goes into black people really having problems with you know light-skinned people and that goes into a whole other thing about light-skinned people passing themselves off as white people and taking the benefits of it's a whole thing okay my pa- my family goes through that shit yeah, well, we was treated differently my mom tells me stories all the time about how the light skin was treated differently than the dark skin so this is a black issue that we really need to to work it out so whether she's biracial or not one percent is one percent you still with us bruh um but i will say some of her best acting is done in season three but i'm just never particularly like when i see it in a movie i don't want to go see it Stubbs knew she was a host definitely um yeah that conversation was definitely very <laughs> uh coached in espionage but yes he himself was a host and he knew that she was a host that's why she grabbed the gun because you know what hosts can recognize each other <laughs> so she knew if there was going to be a problem Stubbs was going to be that problem it wasn't that wasn't for the humans that was for him um so they it was like recognizing like and then he's like yeah so i had this loyalty thing and i'm a little pissed off about this project and you know i think he was kind of like i'm kind of on the edge of whether or not you should be stopped because in some ways i think that you should be stopped but on the other hand learning what the humans have done 
they kind of get what they got coming to them so i'm still gonna stick to my core drives and just do what i'm supposed to do and be responsible for the host in this part uh that's why he gave that long look to bernard when they went off because you know he knew all about that situation the whole time he knew he was dealing with charlotte (laughs) as charloris uh and bernard as a host that's why he is gonna almost die for him and i love how you keep calling a kichita akane (laughs) it makes me giggle every time uh and i'll sum up your your statement about how everyone died and how it does suck which it did my heart but we have died countless times at least we die for what we want now so i think that everyone who did die did not die in vain um and they didn't die we know that death is not final for them in the same way that it is for if they were human so there's always that hope at the end of the rainbow it's about how they keep going through this story like when you're immortal you're gonna have a million and one adventures and they're all not gonna end with your victory some's gonna win with your defeat but you take something from each experience we're dealing with immortal beings now so i think the game really changes on how we uh see them making their decisions and how they end up where they they end up they're fluid in a way in which humans are not and they they change in ways which humans are not like like you pointed out bernard coming through as the absolute g and he was the bumbling fool for most of this entire season seeming at the uh at the strings of both ford and anyone else who can get their hands on him but he had indeed a lot of strength and agency and even forethought but those things were just not apparent and and he still does have this idea of humanity isn't worthless right everyone doesn't deserve the same fate even after what he knows he's still there and i think that's perfect and and it is very appropriate looking back at it that it would be you know i think the whole thing with mave and dolores mave versus that was always so forced and i think it was forced by the fandom where it was always supposed to be a a break in ideologies between the father and the son really because it's the biblical aspect of it all and in this case the father and the son are are crossed well the son ain't but the father that god she's a she's a female um and now you have son jesus christ bernard willing to die on the cross for the sins of the of the humans so i think that's where may's role is the most interesting to watch for but also i have feelings about that which we will discuss in season three which will be coming next or this week this week we're here jesus we're already here if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackgirlcouch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease blackout magic